this is Inside Outlands. I am your host, Nat Ryle, and joining me today is Nerol of uh, the Bloodrock Clan. I think I still butchered your name. Go ahead and correct me. Gribas, this is Nerul. There we go. Uh, Nerul. I knew I butchered that. That's uh, definitely more vicious sounding there. Uh, no worries, my friend. Hey, how's it going, man? I should finally uh, uh, t- sit down and have a chat with you, man. Uh, no worries. It's going well. It's going well here with Bloodrock Clan. Yeah. So, I mean, tell us, tell us what is what is being an orc. What is Bloodrock Clan, and and why would I have you on a podcast? Uh, well, Bloodrock Clan was uh, it's it's just a, an orc clan that uh, we role play orcs. We run around role playing. We go inside of uh, different obstacles like caves and things, and have a lot of fun just playing orcs and clomping humans. <laughs> so that would be my first question. There, so I'm I don't know anything about you guys. So we're going to educate me and hopefully at the same time educate uh, Outlands players. So there's only a human in the character creator. So I love that you guys have taken whatever tools you have available to you and, and done something this cool. Right. How did this How did this start? Who's I, whose idea was it? Why? Because uh, it's definitely not in the game. I mean, there's only humans in the creator. So I love your question. That, that's a great question. Now, this is uh, an MMORPG, and there's no other game to play an orc like Ultima Online because you can only choose human. Now, if you go on to other games like WoW and uh, EverQuest and things, you can choose an orc, but that does not guarantee you that those orc players will be role-playing as orcs. Now, if you find an orc on Ultima Online you know damn sure he's going to be role-playing an orc, and that's what I like about it so much. Uh, the history of the clan, the quick version, is uh, we were founded in August of 1998 by an orc named Trugra, and uh, there was a group of orcs sitting near a campfire, and they were all arguing, debating who is the boss, who's going to lead and Trugga grabbed the rock right next to him, and he smashed it on the orcs sitting next to him, and blood spurt everywhere. And all the orcs dropped their jaws and stared at him, and they asked him, What's the clan name, boss? And Trug pointed at that bloody stone, and he said, Blood Rock Clan. And that's the quick version. If you want the actual long version, you can go onto our website and stuff. <laughs> I, I, uh, I want you on my D&D campaign next Sunday. So, uh... We're gonna stay in contact. I'll have you. Uh, I'll have you be one of my players. That's Sounds awesome. good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, so I mean, what brought you to Outlands? You have you have this clan. You've gone from shard to shard, uh, and I guess in OSI days. And what what attracted you to Outlands? How come you brought Blood Rock here? Yeah, the the most alluring thing about this uh, Outlands uh, shard is first of all the map. Uh, the map is just amazing of all the topography and, and, and the peninsulas and the different dungeons and the and the towns. You can really tell Owens took his time and heart. He poured it into the map. So first and foremost, it's the map. Second is the RP community. Uh, you've got the Vikings, you got Sir, you've got you, and now I hear the uh, there's drows that are coming and definitely looking forward to that. Uh, so oh, I've heard I've heard the stirring of the drows. I haven't heard that that you is coming here. That's it, actually a name I'm familiar with. Uh, from, they were on Railpour. So if uh, man, it's a big it's a big community. 
all in one place. Sure thing. Yeah, I think I ran into a few of them uh, here and there already. So what is it, what is it to be an orc then? Uh, what's your what's your daily life like? Ooh, well, uh, great question. Playing an orc is like uh, playing Ultima online on hard mode. Well, we don't ride mounts. We have uh, severe restrictions. Uh, magery is not allowed, except if you're invited as a mage, which is one out of maybe 10 orcs. And we have heavy equipment restrictions. So it's definitely like playing Ultima Online on hard mode. And uh, working together as a group is extremely important. And when you're calling out commands, uh, you have to yell them out in orcish. And uh, we we don't really use vent so you can imagine how difficult uh difficult it is okay so let's let's dive into this a little more so what are the what are the equipment restrictions what are what are the skill restrictions i guess for, first of all uh, well, the equipment restrictions are you, you can't use anything that resembles a human weapon like halbergs and katanas and things like that. And armor, we're not allowed plate mail and uh, certain pieces of bone and, uh, on, you know, without using majory. And uh, yeah, it's just really severe restrictions. You can't write a mount as a peon entering the clan. You're not even allowed to look on a corpse or you get killed on spot. <laughs> that's awesome okay uh so like you're talking about clubs uh can you wear leather or is it just like pieces of piece of equipment like a, maybe a chest plate or yeah just ring mail and leather is essentially and bone uh the orc helmets and orc masks is essentially what's allowed so i'm not a big i'm not a big player killer myself but i've, I've heard that at least on outlands they're they're a lot more viable so are you guys having a little more success on Outlands than maybe in the past just because of all the, like, the tracking and camping and forensic evaluation and all these big damage boosting stuff you can do now? Um, I would think we're uh, – landing on Outlands was a little bit of uh, turbulence. Uh, we, we arrived here a little late in the game, and uh, all the houses were, were already – all the good spots were taken – and uh, at the time, we only had one uh, one orc with us, and his name was Zugu, really uh, helping us establish a solid foundation here on Outlands. And uh, the, the the rule set is, I would say it's okay for us orcs, uh, but uh, as time progresses and skills develop and members are joining, just uh, filling the the team, if you will, for uh, warg tamers and things in the in the squads. Uh, it's getting better and better, and uh, we're move, moving smoother and smoother uh, for uh, well-rehearsed killings, if you will. Yeah. Now, I've I've been blessed to to watch a couple of these because uh, you've been you've been uh, sending this out to the uh, interwebs here on on Twitch, and uh, I've gone back to a couple of the videos and watched some of these uh, these where you run through towns. Usually, you're in the lead carrying a torch, and you have you have all these guys behind you. It's not it's very cool to see. Also, a little terrifying the way you guys do it. Uh, have you? Uh, I, I want to see this end game though. Actually, because the video is cool. I would love to be there when it's going down. Yeah, uh, when, when I'm streaming, I've got the uh, the torch blazing with the light levels off. I, I, I keep the lights level like 
off so it's dark all the time. I really don't have a problem with uh, running through a dungeon when it's completely dark. I think uh, most people don't like to put themselves in that shoe because they 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 don't think they can play in a dungeon when it's dark when really at reality it's not that difficult and the lighting in Ultima Online is one of the best aspects of the uh, of the game. A lot of aesthetics are within the lighting, so that's something I want to enjoy and I don't want to take away from my gaming experience. Uh, and yeah, it, it adds to the whole uh, role playing sensation. You got your groups of orcs, you're hunting down people in dungeons, you're demanding tribute. It's all cool in the game, man. It's fun. Yeah, I, I actually I love it, man. I, I take uh, I take mine. I, I I dial the slider to like seventy five, sixty percent. The other day, I did Dark Mire at forty percent or so on the slider, and just I played like that for three hours straight. I wouldn't do it every time like like you're doing, but I really wish the game had I wish it was server enforced or we went in a dungeon, that's just how it was, and then and they would change it from day to night. So like you would go through Prevalia at nighttime sometimes and other times it would be day. Just could see all the, the beautiful lighting that, that UO puts in and the, the time Owen spent on, on all of those features. And sometimes you just you drag that slider all the way to the right because it looks it's easier to see things, but you're missing a lot of the atmosphere. You're absolutely right. If we were all on the same page and light levels were completely erased where everybody had to experience nighttime and, and uh, it would bring uh, the alchemist market back. They would start making black potions and, and uh, taxing people for buying the black potions. The in-lore spell would make more sense uh, if we were all. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that one. So the other thing you mentioned, which is very, very interesting, you guys have your own language. So I've heard that every clan has a different language. Is that true? Absolutely. Uh, Blood Rock Clan has a very unique language. Actually, our language was uh, designed by a linguist in Germany back in 1998. One of the uh, first orcs designed our entire language based off of black speech and who knows what. <laughs> but but uh, it's, it's, it's a definitely unique fingerprint for specifically Blood Rock Clan. Is it, a, is it pretty hard to learn? Do you have to have a, a cheat sheet up if you were to to be a new member or what if you mess up? What if you say something in human speech and not, not work speech? Well, there's common tongue, uh, common tongue work where you just kind of talk like a caveman and you just make things really simple as you're learning to speak orcish. Uh, but whenever I was like 14 years old, I printed out the whole entire orcish language and I had to buy my computer and I was just using what I could, um, and uh, I just, I, I, you learn fairly quickly. There are some really easy words like yub is yes, nub is no. And then you can just use common tongue around that. Uh, so it's not really that hard to learn at all. I'd say maybe a day or two. So you don't say full sentences or speeches in it? Not really? Uh, I mean, I can, uh, but most people, they just say maybe a short sentence, then another short sentence. Uh, but I, I talk smack, man. I go off the rails and I just dig into those humans. <laughs> so you also mentioned a tribute. So let's say you've gone through a dungeon, you've got yourself a captive and you demand tribute. What What is that usually? And what, what happens if they don't pay up? Well, when we demand tribute and say a human gives us like uh, an insulting amount, like maybe two coins, we just kind of role play looking at the coins 
Then we look at the human, look back at the coins, look back at the human, and we just gut them, just stab them right in the gut. Uh, but if they give us a, a good amount of coins, we leave them alone, let them be, depending on how many coins he gave us or gems, etc. cetera. Yeah, so you, you extract it from his corpse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we dismember his corpse and extract all of him. So uh, you mentioned the other the other role playing groups here, the um, Sir and his knights and Prevelia and and their 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 knights. I guess. Do you guys have a lot of interaction with with them? Are they are they generally positive or? That that is my favorite uh, role playing group to interact with, is Sir, because they're our perfect enemies. They're 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 precisely what a human should be is this honorable knight ready to be can opened and uh, dismembered and, you know, severed head and throw it to the wargs, etc. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, sir mentioned one time he, he caught you guys with it with a female captive and then he had you take him instead of her. And then uh, you, you guys hauled him off to your camp and did some torture or something like that. Oh yeah, we. Uh, it's really funny. What we did is we actually uh, started cooking her, and uh, the sir showed up looking for their member, and uh, we we had them sit down. We were telling them to relax because they were all freaking out. Is you know where's our where's our member? You you know rotten orcs. We're like relax, relax. You know while we're cooking uh, their their member in the cave, and we were offering them food, uh, but they they eventually figured out what we were doing. We were trying to make them cannibals because that's that's okay with us. Cannibalism's fine, and uh, yeah, so that's that's how that went. It was so much fun. <laughs> nice. Uh, so that's like one one neat story we heard from Sir. Do you do you have anything else like recently in the past that's happened in Outlands that maybe sticks out in your mind? Oh man, there's just so much we do every like every other night or every night. We we just do so much, uh, just from sneaking around together, from adventuring in dungeons, from telling stories at the at the uh, at the uh, at the at the little cave fort we have. Uh, we're, we're just always involved in such a high magnitude and caliber of role playing with PvPing and as much fun as we can inject into our play style because that that's our main objective here we want to have a lot of fun yeah so you mentioned your your clan fort and you also mentioned that you you came a little bit late so you you had a hard time finding a spot where did you guys end up settling where's the current home for for blood rock okay so when when we got here we were looking all throughout the map somewhere to settle there's some awesome forts here. Uh, however, they're all occupied by orc NPCs that spawn rapidly. We tried luring them away, but they just they 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 disappear and they spawn right back where we were trying to lure them from. Um, so we just kept looking around, and there's also no kin masks here either. So we just kept looking and scouring and combing the map. Eventually, we found uh, Smuggler's Den, which was appropriate for blood rock clan there's a big old rock there's a little campfire area where we can sit it's very defendable there's a little bridge and we were very happy with that area however there were griefers living in there uh, live living around there all the spots were taken except a little teeny tiny spot for a uh, i think it's called an outpost they don't make them anymore i don't think and uh we eventually paid off the griefers and uh, uh took all their houses in that area. And I guess Owen saw what we were doing 
while we were all doing this. And uh, he kind of hinted towards expanding it. I guess he felt sad for us living in this little piece of shit fucking (laughs) (laughs) cave area and, uh, uh, you know, about making it more orcish. And, you know, so really uh, looking forward to that. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, he did hint on the, on our podcast that that he's changed, uh, like swapped his zone out and has built a brand new orc fort, kind of to your guys, uh, you know, the orc clan's specifications. Uh, and it's supposed to be pretty cool looking. I I, I I think I went to the the one that was in game, which I guess is coming out. But either way, this is pretty cool. It I don't think you see this very often, but it sounds like I mean, you guys are. You do a lot for the server. You bring a lot of flavor to the server that you just don't get um, elsewhere, and it's a it's a pretty unique experience to UO. Absolutely. So, I, I think I think it's great. He's not giving a gameplay feature or anything. This is a this is something that you guys will be able to use and and uh, and do your events out of and, and things like that. So it's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, from what I understand, it'll be a lawless area, which will help us out and. Uh, you know, we are the, I, I think we're currently the oldest active guild on Ultima Online in general. Uh, we also have the record for the most wars ever on Ultima Online while being chaos. And so we're really familiar with the drums of war, if you will. Uh, so that's why I'm always pushing uh, for invitations to war us and that we won't AFK kill you. <laughs> and if you are AFK killed, you know, just report it to me and we'll get your things situated but uh that's just our play style really uh, especially that being red being red here you have to pay so many shinies and most orcs are broke as hell yeah are, are you uh, are you the clan that that declared war against all the existing clans in the game yes every single one that's just in our blood is to war everyone since uh that's where we come from that we, we just war everyone yeah, it's a, it's a genius idea, especially because that gets you around the the, the red restriction. So you can you can uh, just have more targets and more people people to to interact with. I think my my clan uh, Beard Brothers we probably declined it because we don't do any PvP. That was probably a mistake. I think most of our members would have would have would have dug uh, this kind of interaction, this kind of experience. Right. And what we also do is for uh, role-playing guilds, we offer an alliance invitation. That doesn't necessarily mean we're going to be kind to you, but it will mean that you will never have an item looted off you. We most likely will not eat your horse. And uh, it's just a a friendly war between all role-playing guilds and, uh, you know, all those who are aligned with us, but not really aligned. Oh, man. Eat my horse. (laughs) Yeah, if I what if I uh, use an ostard? Will you eat my ostard or my? Goat? Absolutely, maybe. <laughs> an ostard has a higher probability of surviving, but there are some orcs that just eyeball that ostard like a big old turkey. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, let's say we pique someone's interest that this is something they they want to they want to do they want to seek out in Atlands. Maybe they haven't done it before. They've heard of you guys, um, and you guys are our big presence here. They want to check it out. How do they get a hold of you and? And, and what what is that early experience like? Uh, they can get a hold of me through Discord. Just uh, direct message me, 
And uh, as a new player, the whole experience is like, holy shit, this is something different uh, in Ultima Online. Uh, you will probably, uh, if you don't read the website thoroughly on the rules, uh, which our number one rule is don't whine, uh, you'll, you'll have a lot of fun um, and uh, you'll be a peon for a while. Uh, and once you prove yourself worthy, you'll then elevate to a grunt and, uh, then you get to pick on the peons. So they're peon grunt. What's above a, a grunt? A grunt would be like your main warriors, I guess. Yeah. Grunts are the, the spine of the clan, the backbone. And then it goes up to, uh, ranks like captain and a raider and, uh, Mojaka, which is a mage. Uh, and mages have to worship a god. They have to worship Krimbluck, Belok, or Krulnuk. And they, they, they're either the god of blood, magic, or death. And uh, it, it gets really uh, detailed once you really uh, put a microscope underneath it. Uh, but uh, there's a lot of heart in this clan. And it's been going on for a very long time. And it's a very special clan that I'm proud to be a part of. We found some uh, uh, amazing orcs here like Velgamog. Uh, we found an orc that recognized us from 20 years ago that randomly ran into us. His name was Pugrock. His name is Pugrock. Uh, we found a good mage here, which his name is Hack. Uh, we, we've been finding really good members here and uh, like Bag Talk and, and more. So the peons, uh, new players, come on. Let, let's make an enormous uh, clan because we're going to need you with this upcoming fort. We, we, we have to defend that against all these... Uh, elite PVPers that are going to be face planting the ground getting eaten by wargs. Uh. Yeah. I mean, Outlands, it sounds like a good timing for you guys. It, it's, it's reinvigor reinvigorated UO a little bit here with its high player base. And it sounds like you guys are, are touching base with some past friends, uh, past orcs, um, which is awesome to hear. I mean, that's great that it, this game is making a little, a little resurgence here in our, our tiny MMO community. Um, I, I mean, it's awesome to hear what happens with past ranks. So let's say, uh, you know, someone was in, in blood rock in, in a past shard or, or OSI, or let's say you guys keep playing and you move on from outland to something else. Do you, do you maintain your rank or do you guys start over from like the ground up with each new experience? That's an excellent question. Uh, personally, I like to maintain the ranks. So very uh, short brief of time, that orc that is coming from a different uh, shard uh, that we played and say he was a grunt, he, uh, he then starts as a peon until his skills are developed and then immediately advanced into a grunt because they've already proved their loyalty. Uh, same thing for veterans. Veterans have a special gr uh, rank called raider uh, that is a permanent rank. Uh, all chieftains, because our chieftains are dis uh, decided in a very interesting way within our politics. Uh, anyone that's a grunt or higher can challenge the current chieftain to be boss. And what happens is uh, orcs get behind at their candidate and they charge one another. And the uh, last standing candidate chieftain becomes the boss, the in-game leader. Uh, I'm the lead elder, so I'm... Uh, the the overall out game leader the 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 guy who is always in the shadows and steps in whenever needs to you're the you're the old orc in the in the background poking and prodding the new orcs yeah <laughs> who's the uh who's the current leader who's the current See, we, uh 
I've been a tyrant for a couple of years now, and uh, I, I feel like a new Clergoth uh, chieftain is coming soon. But we're going to wait until that fort is up, and we're going to wait until our numbers swell a little bit, and they're going to have uh, we're going to have a guy wearing a cape, barking orders in a fuming voice. Oh, I, I love it! I love it. Uh, do, do you do you plan these events at all to where where the rest of the community could? could participate or, or fight you guys. Do you have anything that's coming in the future that, uh, that we could attend or, or just something that I know you do a lot of, like you play every day and you're experiencing the work and you're playing like an orc, but is there something that we can attend, uh, to, to join this, I guess. Oh yeah. So whenever that forts up, it's going to be a major hub of PVP. So it'll be like corpse Creek full time. Uh, and anytime you want to try and, uh, destroy us. You can come to the fort and you're going to face a fight of a lot of defensive orcs just demanding tribute and aiming for your head. Uh, other than that, uh, we do raid towns. We, we will throw uh, constant events. Uh, it's mostly random. Grunts throw events all the, all the time. And uh, I do as well. So you're, you'll have plenty of opportunities to uh, to, to, to experience orcs around you. Now, the best way to be involved in our events is to war us because that means you respect us enough to let us role play as orcs. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So if your clan wars, wars your clan, you're kind of accepting that um, you want to be a part of it and uh, you'll act accordingly, I guess. And, and, Correct. And you, it sounds like you guys won't just dry loot or... This is how it works. Uh, if someone wars us, if a clan wars us, we treat them the way they treat us. So if they don't loot us, then we won't loot them. If they loot us lightly, then we'll loot them lightly, just disarming them. So we really judge guilds on a, a guild by guild basis on how they treat us. Okay. What if they, uh, what if they had a couple members that acted out of hand? Would you guys be able to uh, parlay and, and sort the issues out, I guess? We'll uh, contact the guildmaster, and if the guildmaster responds with this very common answer, well, that's him, and he does what he wants. Well, then he just messed it up for your entire guild. <laughs> yep, yep, I, I hear you. Uh, do you got any tips too? For not just tips, I'm talking. You know, I'm running around on my on my bard tamer or something, and and I run into you guys. Any tips for for how I can, you know, better actively to increase the fun? Even if I don't role play all that often, but I run into an orc out in the open in the wild, what should I do? And then also tips for that new player who wants to become an orc and maybe maybe dips his toes in it, uh, trying it out, what, what he can do to kind of um, have a good experience. First of all, uh, give tribute. Uh, that way we won't just kill you. Uh, second of all, go along with it. Like Sir said on his podcast, go along with it. If uh, an orc ties you up and starts pulling you, follow him. It'll become something much funner than what you were planning on doing. Uh, that's my advice. Just go along with it and uh, the story will unfold. Oh, yeah, it's just, uh, just basically dive in and, and join for the fun, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So what, what about, uh, about the new orc? The, the new guy joining Bloodrock or maybe another clan in, in Outlands? 
the new work is basically be a sponge and follow orders. If uh, if you advance quickly and uh, you're learning quickly and you're following orders, then you'll you'll become a grunt. And who knows, you might become the Clergoth someday with a cape commanding the orcs and you know creating your own history. And that's another thing about our history. We've jotted down our history since the beginning. On our website, we have a history from 1998 all the way to 2019, uh, going over every single Klurgoth we've ever had, going through all the struggles we've ever encountered, all the different shards we've ever been on. And uh, we're very special in that regard of just tracking our entire history till this day. Yeah, you know, that's a... Uh... That's an important part of, of of your of what makes you your clan who you are and, and why you're you're so storied and uh, I think people respect you. I don't have I don't have the UO experience to because uh, you know, I'm pretty new to the game to maybe understand that. But I've definitely I have I've had games in the past where they have 10, 15 years of story written down and, and backlog of what makes them them, and it's just it's so much more rich that way. There's so much history there and things you can pull from and just lots of good memories. So uh, it's, it's cool. It, you don't, you don't see this a lot and, and in other kinds of games. I think it's kind of unique to our genre. And, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you guys are here. I'm glad you're doing your thing. I'm, I'm heck, I'm glad uh, 20 years later, you're still out there doing, doing works, you know? Absolutely. Uh, this game is unlike any other game. And I fear like we'll never see another Ultima Online ever again. There can only be one. And uh, yes, we, we are a very high caliber orc guild. And uh, we we do uh, pride ourselves to being one. Oh, I, I had another random question. Uh, the the orc mask. So is that a must? Do you have, do you have to have one purchase to, to join your clan or to, to become a new member? Actually, you can craft uh, orc helmets. And uh, if you don't have an orc mask, you can just keep grabbing a new helmet from, uh, I think a blacksmith can make them. But eventually you're going to want a orc mask. We die a lot. We Orcs have big balls. They they go out there and they, they attack a group of mounted mages whenever there's only two orcs against ten. Yeah, I wonder I wonder why they made that with Pirelia coins only. Actually, well, I don't know if that's for sure. Is, is there a way to purchase it with coins or is it only Pirelia coins? I think it's only Pervelia coins. You can get an orc mask, uh, and that's yeah. a yeah. It's, we, should, we, uh, we should petition right here, right now. Owen, make make that available for like I don't know, ten k, ten k regular coin. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, a little easier to get them. Yeah, that's cool. So I, I didn't realize you had an alternative to that. While someone maybe perhaps didn't quite have the either money saved up to buy a Pervelia coin or or Pervelia coin themselves, they can they can just use the helmet. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, we've got a couple of community questions from from people that have uh, they knew I was interviewing you and they had a a couple of questions for you guys. So the first one is from Evram Dorian. He says, "Why is Mazoka so awesome?" I don't know who that is, but you can you can tell us. Uh, I think that's a mage and uh, Mazoka, if I recall correctly, is in is in China. And he wrote a profile, uh, because as an orc, you have to write a profile of, uh, you don't have to, but uh, you can, a profile in your in your profile, on your paper doll, of your a brief biography. And his letters are all in Chinese. 
And all you read is like Nerul. And then it goes on to Chinese words and that's it. I've got no idea what it says. So I guess that makes them really awesome. I, I guess you could you could Google translate it and then translate it back to Orc. <laughs> that's cool. And the next question from from Evram Dorian too is why why is there several Orc clans? Why are you guys not merged as one horde? Okay, uh, well, there's uh, there are a lot of orc clans, and I believe we are the uh, we're, we're we're about just as old as Shadow Clan, a couple months younger, and um, there's a lot of history there. Uh, I believe uh, orc clans branched off from orc clans in general. Uh, I think that uh, uh, Blood Clan's uh, founder was a part of Blood Rock Clan, and I trained him. And, uh, he may have moved to a different shard and started blood clan. And, uh, th there's just different history in each clan and, uh, different approaches. Some clans, uh, they, they ride Austers and they're, they're, they're more leaning towards PVP than, than RP. Uh, there's just, uh, little flavors. I, I wouldn't, uh, be opposed as, as, uh, kind of merging into, uh, uh, into uh, Blood Rock Clan's umbrella, but uh, orcs, orcs are orcs, and uh, that—that's about it. Yeah. So, it sound from how you're describing it, sounds kind of like over time you, you've had you formed your collection of friends, and and just, they just haven't always merged into into one group of people that that play the game together. Yeah, but you know, if uh, in the past on Angel Island uh, there were there were maybe a few a few clans there and what our rules were if we were killing each other and humans show up we stop what we're doing go kill the humans and then get back to killing each other oh, okay yeah <laughs> that's cool deal with your enemy first and then and then deal with your inner struggle right <laughs> uh and then another question from from evan dorian he says any future plans or visions for for the respective clans anything special that you would like to see from you Outlands crew for future promotion of orc activity. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm going to say bolus. <laughs> I, you know, uh, I would just love watching a group of these, uh, these bigger guilds charge us. And then we all have that swinging bola, uh, emo, uh, emotion over our heads and them turning around and running and just eating their horses. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, that's okay that bolas aren't here that's that's fine uh our orc fort will most likely be uh mountless uh but uh bolas would be interesting in certain areas um that's one feature i would like to see uh but it doesn't have to happen yeah i know i know it's probably a balanced thing pvp wise because you've you've got paralysis from uh from majory so if you gave it if you put it into an item then you're giving the the dexter i'm a major ability i guess I, I don't know but maybe there's some way they could work it with an rp flavor to it that wouldn't tie to pvp another thing is the uh, wall of stone spell uh the wall of stone spell has a, a 45 second cooldown right now and that makes sense in towns and in dungeons uh because of griefers just blocking an entrance in the dungeon or one of those tunnels during an event or uh, during the factions fights someone casting wall of stone that's not even involved in factions now out in the open uh in the open lands outside of towns and dungeons uh 
I think Wall of Stone doesn't need that cooldown timer. Uh, and I say that because we, we don't have bolas. And uh, my second weapon would be casting Wall of Stone on players and then crimping them, which means surrounding them and killing them. Uh, so I get one Wall of Stone, then I have to wait for a while. <laughs> yeah, so maybe increase it when you're when you're outside of the uh, the dungeons or the key areas of the game. Or, sure. or increasing the range in, in some lawless areas, perhaps. I'm not really sure. Better minds than me with, with PvP and <laughs> would have to put that in there. But yeah, that, that seems like it would work. Do you have anything else you want to say, man? Anything, anything we missed or, or anything you want to say to the Outlands community as a whole? Uh, just uh, really appreciate all the role players that came to Outlands, and I appreciate the uh, players that have um, role played with us and given us tribute. And uh, more tribute is welcome. And for all you griefers out there, whenever we have that fort, bring it on, you bastards! <laughs> bring the bring the fight. You'll take it, huh? Yeah, yeah. You guys bring a, a unique flavor to the game for sure. I think it would be a, a much lesser game a lesser experience uh without you out there doing your thing so i really appreciate you coming on here to, to tell us what what you're about and uh and you know hopefully we've inspired a couple people to uh to reach out take the plunge you know grab that torch walk through town with their work mask on causing terror absolutely thanks for having us on we uh we really appreciate it again uh, our website's bloodrockclan.com and uh there's a joining link you click on that message me on discord and let's get your fucking work going yeah uh toss out your your twitch channel too let's let's uh let's talk about that so they can they can get over there and and, and watch videos or, or reach out to you there uh i think my twitch is uh the little twitch thing and then nerul underscore orc awesome yeah I'll put a I'll put a link for for both the Blood Rock Clan's um, website and your your Twitch up there. So if you want to go see more of what you guys are all about, they can they can seek it out. Excellent. Thanks, man. I appreciate it again. Uh, anyone wants to uh, hop on our Discord, we'll have a link to that as well. You know, join join there, talk to us, uh, interact with our guest and and future co-host. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, see you guys next week. Thanks for uh, listening to Inside Outlands. Gogi. Yeah, what is it you said when you when you uh came on? Gribas. Oh, okay. Gribas.